episode 25. A pop. With Ken Mills and Courtney Dold. Neil Finn and Fleetwood Mac. What? Everything Sucks Cancelled by Netflix. The Return of Pop, Season 2. Yay! Welcome back to Pop. I'm Ken Mills, one of your hosts here today, and I am joined by the lovely and talented Courtney Cronin-Dold. Hi, Ken. So glad to be back here with you. You know, it was looking like season two of Pop was never going to happen, but hey, we survived. Yeah, and to use your words, I got a busy job and you almost died. Yeah. (laughs) Boy, things were much tougher for me. Yeah. Well, since last we met on Pop, a lot's changed in the world. Uh, I know. Wow. Women can vote now? Like, it's crazy. Finally, you know. <laughs> Who knew that was going to happen? That's a Who thing, knew? apparently. So That's a thing. Yeah. Well, welcome back to Pop, your pop culture podcast, where we talk about everything that we love about pop culture and even a few things we don't love about it. This week's been very surprising, (laughs) but before we get to all of that, let's catch up with Courtney. Hey, Courtney, what's been going on with you lately? Hey, Ken. (laughs) Well, I was on the road for a little bit before Christmas, and I've been doing a lot more stand-up again, which I didn't do for a while because of writing and just... It's kind of exhausting, like working all day on a show and then doing stand up at night and on the weekends. But that's what I used to do. So I started doing it again, mostly because after my good friend Ralphie May passed away, one of the last things he said to me was, Courtney Cronin, why aren't you doing comedy? You're so fucking funny. Why aren't you on stage? You know, and I was like, well, I'm writing jokes for everybody else, but I'm not writing any for myself. It's been a while. So I'm like, you know what? Okay, you know, I'm going to do it. And then he died about a month later. After we had that conversation and um, I was like, I'm I'm definitely doing this. So I've been doing it ever since. And it's felt good. I was in Nebraska. I was in Kansas. Don't want to brag. Saw the lovely Jane. Jane Knight and Debbie. Yeah, Debbie Lang and her family, her Mm -hmm. husband and everybody. Yeah. And you got to see some pop t-shirts out in the wild. Well, it was really cute. Jane's, they were so sweet. Like she brought the pop pins and handed them out to people at the theater we were at in Kansas, which was so poorly promoted. It looked like we were there for an AA meeting. Like there were like eight people (laughs) in like a giant room, you know, and it was like, this is the only room we could get tonight, guys. Like it seemed like that kind of situation. Now appearing at the Enormal Dome, (laughs) it's Courtney Cronin Dold. Guns N' Roses could not be here tonight. No, seriously. I've I've had that happen before, too. I did this casino in Oklahoma. I used to do, like, a couple times a year. And their showroom would be, like, Big and Rich playing, like, that week. And, like, Ron White the week after. And then they'd be like, Wednesday night comedy. And it would honestly just look ridiculous with how big the, the venue was and just us up there, you know telling jokes but whatever it was funny (laughs) and the custodian crew is cleaning while you're doing your set well it was just too big of a room (laughs) yeah exactly it was just too big that would be hilarious but you've had some recent interesting things happening you uh called me up and you said a woman (laughs) you tell this story okay i i was working at a production office in burbank and i live in redondo beach so it's about an hour plus drive home and coming i have to come through downtown and coming through downtown traffic usually stops completely until you get on the other side of the city so basically i'm just stopped and i look to my left and there's a nude woman (laughs) now now hold on a second how nude is she (laughs) i couldn't tell if she had pants on or her legs were dirty because it it happened really fast Mm mm-hmm She had blonde hair and she was probably in her 50s or something, definitely either on drugs or not taking her proper medication. Mm. And she came flying right in front of me 
Um, and I, I was completely stopped. So she came flying through the cars, running to the other side of the highway. And there's like a guardrail there and a little patch of grass. And she picked up a pipe and started banging the pipe on the guardrail. And, and Well, and why wouldn't it, you? Right. And then she's like holding it up over her head and going, ah, and kind of coming towards the cars. And like, like she was going to start smashing cars. Oh, my God. So I had to call 911. And I'm like, uh, there's a nude woman on the 110 at 6th Street with a lead pipe, you know, waving it around at the, at the stopped traffic. And then he's like, um, so I basically described her. I said she has blonde hair and uh, she's nude and she's carrying a pipe. And then they, I forget what happened, but he's like, um, is there anything else you can tell me about her? Anything uh, else about the description or something? And I go, it's the nude woman on the 110. Like, what else do you need to know? But then this friend of mine said to me, she's like, I reported some like nude guy or some crazy thing. And then there ended up being another one, like a block away or something. <laughs> But that's L.A., you know what I mean? Like, there could have been another naked blonde woman on the freeway with a lead pipe. It's very possible. So. Uh, (laughs) uh, Which nude woman? There's a few to pick from here. Can you describe the pipe? Yeah. It it was just just weird. But thankfully, the traffic started moving. And we got away from her because I was afraid she was going to smash my car. And I got scared. And. Then um, once we started moving, I could see her out of my rearview mirror. She was just like running up the street, like furious. Oh my god! Like Mel Gibson in Braveheart, like ah, like coming up the road. And it was like really freaky. And then the traffic started moving. So I'm hoping she got the help she needed. I was like, right. I kind of wanted to make a joke about it. Then it made me so sad. I was like, this is so sad that she got to the point where she's like taking her clothes off and you know, running around with the lead pipe. Like, mm-hmm. it was sad. So maybe this is why nobody walks in L.A.
from Rhino Records, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees The Cars. Shake It Up Expanded Edition and Heartbeat City Expanded Edition. Shake it up. Get the Cars, Shake It Up Expanded Edition. It features the unforgettable singles Since You're Gone, Think It Over, and the Cars' first top 10 hit single, Shake It Up. Remastered with demos, rare and unreleased tracks. Available on CD, a 2LP vinyl set, and digitally. Also available, The Cars Heartbeat City Expanded Edition, featuring five top 40 hits. You Might Think, Magic, Blow Again, Why Can't I Have You, and Drive. Remastered with demos, rare and unreleased tracks. Available on CD, a 2LP vinyl set, and digitally. Available wherever fine music is sold. Stay tuned to the end of the episode so you can hear how to win the Deluxe LP version 2-disc sets from Rhino. So that's very cool from our good friend John Hughes over there. So That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So you went from Nobody Walks in L.A. to... Yeah. Uh, but on a, on a lighter note, we had a huge earthquake yesterday. <laughs> it was scary. My car like literally like jumped off the ground. Like I was sitting in my car just getting ready to leave and the car like went boom, boom, like up and down. And then it shook like back and forth. Oh my God. It, yeah, it was a 5.3. And then we had, we just had another one like a week ago and I got stuck in an elevator when it happened <sighs> and the power went out. And I was trapped in this elevator downtown in this old building. And it was so scary. Like it went up, it went down, it shifted. And then the power drop went out and then it sort of dropped. And I guess it was like an emergency thing. If the power goes down, it just goes to the first floor. Mm-hmm. So it dropped down and then, but the doors wouldn't open and the power was completely out and there was no light coming through. Like the power went out everywhere. God. So it was like pitch black and I handled it really well. I was just banging on the door screaming, help, I'm trapped in the elevator. <laughs> I did not handle it well. I did not. <laughs> so you wonder why action films are made in L.A.? This is why. They well, don't need to hire anybody extra. They've got a nude <laughs> woman running around chasing cars with a pipe <laughs> and Courtney stuck in an elevator. Well, here's the really funny part about being trapped in an elevator. I'm, I don't like elevators. I'm, I'm afraid of them. I don't like going, like if I have to go up really high, my palms get sweaty. Mm -hmm. Like when I went to the top of the stratosphere, like I almost had a panic attack. Like I don't like elevators. So I take the stairs whenever I can. Plus that's better for you anyway. But this was like 12 flights or something. So like I, I had to take the elevator. So, um, at, I was at a meeting at the Verizon building, which is in Hollywood, which is really big. And like, I, I feel like the building is connected to the parking garage or something like that. So I, I came down from the meeting and I was in the parking garage. This was like, like back over the summer, last summer. Uh-huh. And the elevator got stuck and the power was still on, but the elevator was stuck and I'm standing at the door and I'm trying to get the door open. Then the elevator started moving again. It started going up and then it started going down. And I was like putting, pushing the alarm and banging on the door. And then when it finally went back down to the, to the parking garage level, I heard someone's voice. The door opens on both ends. So I was going up and down in the elevator with my back to the door opening, banging on it, yelling, help, help, I'm trapped in the elevator. <laughs> so the last time it happened, there were people walking in. Right. When, I real- when I realized what I'd been doing, I turned around and, was, and I went, uh, this elevator's been stopping. Uh, I just wouldn't get in this one if I was you guys. It's been getting stuck. And then I walked to my car just hysterically laughing because I was so embarrassed. But... Anyway, so I hate elevators. Moving on. So you went from nobody walks in L.A. to yeah. court in an elevator with, exactly. with, with Steven Tyler. You know. Nobody walks in L.A. without a lead pipe. <laughs> and you must be nude. I loved it when you said, can you please describe the pipe? That... <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, behave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was looking up while you were talking, uh, like, what's the fear of elevators, right? Because you know, I figured it'd have a name like cryptocrapophobia or something, you know. But what is it's, it? It's I, I, nothing. It's just claustrophobia mixed with agoraphobia, you know, being trapped in this. But there's, as far as I can tell, there's no actual, like, fancy term for fear of being trapped in an elevator. But who who would not have that fear? Who would be like, I'm trapped in an elevator. This is awesome. Let me put it this way. You know how, you, you know, one out of five doctors are on Family Feud. We asked 100 people, right? If uh -huh. you asked anybody, how would you feel about being trapped in an elevator? Nobody's going to say, oh, it's what I do on weekends for fun. I love being in there and soiling myself and eating my own fingernails for nutrition. And it's like just like being on a desert island. Wilson! <laughs> Here's an article, How to Overcome Your Elevator Fears. Don't get on them, I guess. That's probably <laughs> nah. the biggest thing. No, that's yeah. probably not too healthy. Seriously, I don't think there's a name for it. If you know of a name, let us know. Hit us up on the socials and let us know on Facebook or whatever what that is actually called. But I can't find anything. What's the phobia for people who are afraid of nude women with lead pipes? I don't know. To me, that's a fun Friday night. Again. Hey oh, again. Hey oh. <laughs> How long were you in the elevator? Oh, not long. Like five minutes. That, but it, it felt like forever. You know, there's that movie with Ryan Reynolds where he's like trapped underground for like 48 hours or something. Like I don't know what the hell it's about, but. God. But, like, just imagine that that five minutes probably felt like a half an hour, right? It did. It felt it felt really long. When the power went out, I was really scared. Wow. Yeah, it was scary. Well, I'm glad you're safe and everything, and you've lived to pop again, so. Thank you. It's always great. And, of course, you've seen tons of concerts. You are always going to shows. And you are also going to the KISS Indie Expo. Yeah. I'm so, going with Craig, with Craig Gass. We're going to go. Craig and, Gass, yeah. Mm -hmm. Craig's going to have a booth. He's going to do some fun stuff, and we're going to do some fun stuff together, and I'm really excited. It's going to be really fun. The, the, just the music alone that's happening at that expo, I mean, it's going to be such a blast. Keith, Keith puts together one hell, of a, one hell of a weekend. So. Yeah, Keith LaRue and all the fine folks out there in the indie making the KISS Fan Expo 2018, the 20th anniversary of it. You know, now it's now it's an event. You know, of course, they've got Lita Ford and Ace Fraley and all these other people. But now they've got Courtney Cronin, Dolden, Craig Gass. It's it's a lock. I know. I love Lita. I haven't seen her since we worked together on the D. Snyder roast. And I absolutely love her. And she's amazing. And I can't wait to reconnect with her and say hello. And it's going to be a room full of uh, cool rock stars. Uh, the guys from the rock and roll residency are going to be there and it's just going to be fantastic. oh they are yeah gene simmons's band without gene simmons it's going to be great oh i didn't know they were going to be there too oh, oh my yeah. god this is going to be so fun and i know todd kearns and brent fitz uh -huh. are going to be there and and the culix and ace i know todd kearns is like my new favorite singer his voice is so amazing he is you, great isn't we, we, he fantastic yeah i actually want to have him on pop oh my god that's a great idea. Yeah, he's 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 terrific. Well, I'll ask him when when we're there. Do it, do it. Yeah. And for, for for more information on the Indie Kiss Fan Expo 2018, check out the last episode of Podcast 153. So you will have a rundown of who's all going to be there and how you can get involved. And a uh, funny thing happened to me since the last. Well, I don't know how funny it is. It's not funny. No, no. <laughs> I almost croaked. I almost croaked uh, since the last time we opened up the mics here at Pop Central. But I survived. And you know what? I've lost 20 pounds since February. So. Oh, you have? I'm so yeah. happy with that. Yeah. 30 pounds since last year's doctor's appointment, but 20 just since February. I'm doing some keto eating. Do you know what keto is? I do not. Well, just to sum it up in one sentence, basically no breads, no sugars. You can use art, some artificial sweeteners, but it's, uh, you know, you can eat cheese and meat. Oh, ketosis. Veg. So your yeah. body's in ketosis. Uh -huh. Yes, yes. And it works. It works fast, folks. And it's uh, it does. It's a great it's something to try out if uh, you check with your doctor and all that, because I'm not I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV. Don't take my advice, but it's working for me. So. Hey, I'm alive! Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Thank Ken, God for you're that. alive. Yes. It, yeah, and it's it was great uh, hearing from everybody, and thanks to Tim Powers uh, for setting up the hotline. A bunch of people called in and wished me well, and it was very cool. So thank you for everybody out there. Um, I was I was watching YouTube, and I was talking to my stepson, and I asked him if he's ever had a squirt, because we were talking about sodas. And I do this stupid thing sometimes when I go out. I'll order off-brand sodas or sodas that they don't make anymore like i'll do i'll have a cherokee red things like that or uh you know i'll have a fanta <laughs> just real nice a fanta <laughs> and and my stepson i said i'll have a squirt and he thought i was saying something you know off color right and i'm like no it, it's a real thing there used to be a brand of soda named squirt and I went on YouTube to prove it to him, and I found this commercial. But this is an actual commercial that ran. Check out this commercial from our newest sponsor, Squirt. Here's a burst of news. Citrus Squirt doesn't just quench your thirst, it bursts your thirst. A real citrus soft drink to burst that thirst. Reach for the squirt, squirt it first. Fries, onion rings, enchiladas. Squirt never met a thirst it couldn't burst. Because there's a burst of real citrus juice in every squirt. A burst of real citrus to burst that thirst. Reach for the squirt, squirt it first. Ah. I don't even know if they make this stuff anymore. Hmm. I don't know either. I don't drink soda, so I do not know. You don't drink soda, soda, you don't know. Soda, I don't know. <laughs> soda, I don't know. Soda. <laughs> Although sometimes I do like a Diet Coke. I do. I know. Right I in the veins. We used to do regular cocaine, but now we use the Diet Cocaine. So. Yeah. <sighs> Actually, and speaking of soda and speaking of Todd Kearns, their band Took, the cover band that they do, all the like Canadian hits and covers he does mm-hmm. with Brent Fifth, they do a cover of Gopher Soda that is so awesome. Like the vocals, I mean, just the, their the, their talent as musicians is just like that's also insane. But the vocals on this will like blow your mind. Well, why it's don't so we good. play it? Why don't we play it? This is this is a band called Took off a tribute album of all songs from the eighties from Canada. Mm-hmm. The the classic tune, Gopher Soda. It's Tuke with Todd Kearns on lead vocals.
so good. Mm-hmm. That's like one of my driving in the car songs. It was soda. so good. Soda good. It's soda good. Have you ever like heard people say that? So good. Mm-hmm. So good. Have you yeah. ever heard people like like that's their big thing to say is so yeah. good. So well, good. I- I went to a wedding this last weekend in Lake Havasu and my husband's a good friend from Germany got married to this lovely, lovely girl from here, from here in California. And, um, a lot of her friends are like real, like California girls. So mm-hmm. this one, this one girl came up to us and we stayed in a house with all his German friends and stuff. And, um, there was a couple people that totally talk like this mm-hmm. and we're like, so, okay, that's awesome. And totally talk like this. So, the um one of his friends was like what is that accent i go it's just a california (laughs) accent that men don't have just women like no guys are ever like so you know i mean maybe a little bit like a surfer maybe but it's just so funny that weird california kardashian accent it's like well i actually have a theory about how that evolved i think it's from people that were born in Pennsylvania and they moved out to California because if you talk to people from like Pennsylvania they can talk like this and the words all sling together into one great big sentence and you don't know it's where the word starts stops and begins and stuff like that uh-huh. Uh-huh. and if you like slow it down and put it in a bikini it's a girl from the valley right it's the same thing I also think it's that we live in California and you <laughs> don't so, so we're good better than you so good so good so, so good so i'm just good. sitting here like what like oh my god <laughs> i'm sitting here like huh that, that's what that's what people say here they're like i'm sitting here like oh my god and i'm all what and he's all what <laughs> and i'm like huh and i'm like are you serious i'm well, just sitting here like oh my god <laughs> well speaking of a uh, you know wtf or uh, I'm sitting here like, huh? I I actually had one of those moments, and I think everybody that's a fan of any of the following musicians had a what the f- moment, right? Because I, I know you were the first person that I, I sent a, a message to when I found this out, but big trouble in the world of Fleetwood Mac. A lot of interesting oh. things are happening. Neil Finn is in, Mike Campbell is in, and Lindsey Buckingham is out. So weird. I mean, he is just so, he's the male vocalist for Fleetwood Mac. It's him. I mean, right. there's no one else, you know? Well, well, let's be honest. Fleetwood Mac was a, a blues jam band before this, and it's had many incarnations, and he was replaced before when he left for a while. But at yeah. this stage of the game, anyone that really cares about Fleetwood Mac, it really comes down to the classic rumors lineup right yeah i mean but it's so hard like as bands get older people leave people come back like lives change like i understand that it's really everybody can't be you too right you know and just have the same people in the band forever but it's like it just you know it's relationships whatever i can't presume to know that i know what that's like i just know what creative people are like and we're we're crazy and difficult and the egos that are involved in a band at that level have got to just be fucking unreal yeah it it definitely comes down to ego because yeah. seriously if you can't like earn a you know a bunch of millions of dollars just for doing the same thing you've done for the last 40 years just one more year's worth and then stop right yeah and, but it, Rolling Stone magazine wrote, Fleetwood Mac has fired Lindsey Buckingham after a disagreement over the band's upcoming tour. The band announced Monday that Mike Campbell of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and Neil Finn of Crowded House will replace him. First off, what the fuck do you have to do to get fired from Fleetwood Mac? I mean, they did nothing but coke <laughs> and fuck around on one another in the 70s. I know, I know. They, I mean, do we know what it was? No, not yet. I wonder if he just refused to show up for the orgy. Um, I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe he's really into his solo stuff, you know, but they're saying the answer isn't clear. They're not sure if he was asked to leave or if he jumped ship. So I'm sure we'll know soon. Um, the, the thing about it for me is that I'm, you know, some of our listeners know that I am a very loyal and extremely diehard Neil Finn fan. Mm -hmm. 
and have been since I was 11 years old. I love Neil Finn. And so when this happened, my phone started blowing up and I was at lunch with my, <laughs> with my former boss and, and we're at like a business lunch and my phone's just going boop, 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 boop. And, and then he's like, what's the matter? And I go, oh my God. And he goes, what's the matter? And I go, oh my God. Lindsay Buckingham, I said it like someone died. I go, oh my God, Lindsay Buckingham is leaving Fleetwood Mac and Neil Finn is going to be sitting in, is coming in to the band. Oh my God. And then he goes, I'm sorry, who's Lindsay Buckingham and who's Neil Finn? And I was right. like, oh, sorry. You know, he's a bit younger than me. So I was like, oh, sorry. Well, um, and then I got another message and then I got another message and then I got a Facebook message and then it just kept filling up my phone because I had it on the table. It was almost the equivalent to Neil Finn fans and Fleetwood Mac fans of what Elvis's passing was to like my aunts. It's you just weird. Saying? Yeah, it's just weird. And like, I don't know how I feel about it. And like, I don't either. Right. But here's why. And all the, my Neil Finn friends, because we're, we are all still friends for 20 years from going to the same shows together all the time. And everyone just knows each other, you know, and, um, you know, there's been a discussion. And I think I know for me, one thing that I'm bummed about is that Neil's going to be so busy doing this, that he's not going to be here doing his solo stuff and his, right. and his fun, you know, his little like intimate shows that I look forward to so much. And, or will he, because he'll be in the U S but a tour like that, that's a big tour and it's going to be exhausting and, and, and huge. I mean, there's going to be no time for any, and I know he just did, you know, out of silence. And I know that he just did the solo project and, and, and all of that is still, you know, it's not like he hasn't done anything in a while. He literally just did this solo thing mm-hmm. and just did the second farewell to the world with crowded house. I, I get it. Yeah. It's so weird. I, I know. I mean, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Of course you I, are. I love Fleetwood Mac, too. I really I love Lindsey Buckingham. I love his solo work, too. You know, it's just weird. It's going to be weird, but but it'll definitely make me I've been like, oh, should we go to Fleetwood Mac? And like, actually, I had to like think about it. Like, should we go to Staples and see them? Because I've gone to see Stevie like a bunch of times. But um, but now it's going to be like, I got to go. I got to go. Yeah, this is going to be something you'll never see again, probably. And, you know, I've been looking at the various like, like I, I have a pretty extensive collection of the Fleetwood Mac, you know, albums. and But I've been looking through them, like, going, well, which ones is Neil going to sing? You know what I mean? I know. Never going back again. You almost hope he doesn't, because that's really identified with Lindsey Buckingham, right? I know, like secondhand news and, like, songs yeah. like that that I loved as a kid. Anything from Rumors, because my dad had the 8-track, and we listened to it all the time. Like, I know every song on that album, backwards and forwards. And, you know, it's... Yeah, it's going to be weird. And then there's so many puns you can do, right? I guess Lindsay's never going back again or, <laughs> you know, I, I, I guess he went his own way, right? He did. Now Neil's the peacekeeper. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably one of my favorite songs by Fleetwood Mac, but it's just weird, but whatever. I think, I think I'm like weirdly, it's cool for Fleetwood Mac. It's like a great game for them. You know, and no, and not to gloss over Mike Campbell, not to ignore that he's, you know, stepping in. You know, such an excellent guitarist. Yeah. Plus, he's worked with Stevie before. And he's out of a job. Yeah. Too soon. Too soon. I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, there was just a huge groan from people listening to the show right now. Sorry, but um, but it's true. And uh, so why not? Like, hey, going from one legendary iconic band and sound to another one is says a lot about him so oh absolutely yeah fleetwood mac issued a collective statement about the news which it's always weird when you hear things a collective statement that just means that somebody approved it right and finally came out but fleetwood mac issued a statement saying we are thrilled to welcome the musical talents of the caliber of mike campbell and neil finn into the mac family with Mike and Neil, we'll be performing all the hits that fans love, plus we'll be surprising our audiences with some tracks from our historic catalog of songs. Fleetwood Mac has always been a creative evolution. We look forward to honoring that spirit in this upcoming tour. So it almost makes it sound like they might do something with this lineup, you know, something new, which would be really cool, I think, you know. That would be cool. Like, I... um. Who said that on Facebook? Oh, Tori Stofragan from um, Tori Stofragan from Enough's Enough. He's the guitar player. He said that on Facebook. He was like, "Well, what if they do something new?" You know, I he's like, "I'm looking forward to that." And that's a good point. Like that would be really cool. Like that would be awesome because then 
Neil could like bring more to the table, you know, like his songwriting abilities are just like unparalleled to me. Like he's one of the best songwriters of all time in the world ever. And so I, uh, you know, of course I'm incredibly biased cause I love him so much, but that, that would be really cool. Like, like if they did like something new, uh-huh. be interesting to, hear what that mix of people would come up with. Mick Fleetwood also said, we jammed with Mike and Neil and the chemistry really worked and let the band realize that this is the right combination to go forward in the Fleetwood Mac style. We know we have something new, yet it's got the unmistakable Mac sound. Neil Finn says, two weeks ago I received a wonderful invitation to be part of a truly great band. Yeah. A few days later I was standing in a room playing music with Fleetwood Mac. It felt fresh and exciting. So many great songs, a spectacular rhythm section, and two of the greatest voices ever. Best of all, we sounded good together. It was a natural fit. I can't wait to play. So it's amazing this is actually going to happen. I hope Lindsey Buckingham is okay. I do too. I was thinking about that. You know, he probably hasn't felt this slighted since the last sketch featuring him and what's up with that on SNL. So. <laughs> Excellent joke, Ken Mills. That's the first thing. <laughs> What's up with that is one of my favorite sketches on Saturday Night Live. And the fact that Lindsey Buckingham is always the third guest and they never get to him is just such a funny joke. And and the fact that, you know, like to someone like 10 years younger than me, that to them, they don't know who Lindsey Buckingham is. They just right. don't. So like when I was at this lunch, I was at the table with like a guy like in, in his you know early 30s and another guy in his 20s. And then when the phone went crazy and I was like saying that and I was like, Lindsay Buckingham, Neil Finn. And they were like, who's Lindsay Buckingham? Like they didn't know who it was. Mm -hmm. And then when I tried to explain it, they were kind of like goofing on me that like, this is not news. And then later they were like, actually, this was all over the internet. It was everywhere, you know? And so I, when I left for the the night, I actually printed out pictures of Lindsay Buckingham and put them on their desks and like Mm -hmm. tape one onto one (laughs) to my boss's TV screen. So when they come in on um, Friday morning, they'll see the, uh, tomorrow morning, they'll see the uh, pictures, but it was pretty funny. But anyway, (laughs) I'm surprised they didn't get Bill Hader to get up on stage with him. Fleetwood Mac could have actually had the the most famous Lindsey Buckingham in person. Oh, Bill do you know what? That would have been that. That I hope they don't do that because that would be so mean. It would be the meanest thing to just have like Neil Finn singing the songs and then have Bill Hader like dance, Bill, you know, and do like the. Be, being Lindsay like dancing around in the background like that mm-hmm. would just be the fuck that would be the meanest thing ever oh god or just that have him sense. sit in a stage by the drums like you know we'll get to you later and oh no not again oh no Lindsay Buckingham man you have been here like 20 times I feel terrible Lindsay man I made you a promise and I broke it again you gotta forgive me dog don't go Lindsay don't go now that's the last time this will never happen again come on man Hey, let me know we cool, Lindsay. Come on now, let me know we cool. Ah, there you go, Lindsay Buckingham. Man, you my best friend. Until next time, I'm DeAndre Cole asking you. So that's this is a thing. This is a thing. So, Neil Finn. Mike Campbell and Fleetwood Mac. They certainly yeah. got two talented guys to uh, fit into that band. Yeah, they did. I mean, it was a good, it's a good replacement, I guess. I don't like to use that word. It's a good new reforming of the addition? band. Addition? How about addition? Addition. Addition's a good word. Yeah, reforming isn't really reforming is different than reforming. So, um, yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I think they obviously did well for themselves. Like you can't really ask for two better guys really. Yeah. And, and that's great. I think the Fleetwood Mac fans are going to be tough to convert because Lindsay's sound is so distinct Yeah, and, and so unique. If anyone can win them over, it's Neil. Mm-hmm. We, we just uh, wish, wish the new lineup of Fleetwood Mac uh, lots of luck and anybody out there getting a ticket, enjoy it because it's something that I never thought we'd see. So let us know what you think. It's going to be the most I've ever paid to see Neil Finn. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though, because even crowded house concerts are, like, pretty reasonable. Like, even in their, like, heyday, like, I still Uh was, like, not paying 
$200. I mean, from when they play Staples, it's going to be so expensive and I'm going to have to have good seats. I can't, I can't not, you know, uh-huh. so it's going to be whatever. I'm actually going to see Tom Kiefer this Friday. That's going to be fun. Of Cinderella. That's, that's cool. That's uh-huh. Cool. That'll be fun. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty good guy. I've met him before. Oh, I lo- I just love him. I think he's so, I love his voice. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. He's a sweaty guy. He likes to sweat. Wow. And, uh, Cobras and Fire did a whole thing about that. I thought it was so, so funny. I'm hoping he sweats on me, but we're going to be a little far away from the stage. But it's a small venue, so it'll be... Well, who knows? Maybe the entire front, kind of like a Gallagher concert. Yeah. Where they hand out the garb from the Niagara Falls tour bus. Oh, like if you're sitting under Gene in the pit? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Front row, like you need a raincoat and, Mm -hmm. you know, protective gear. (laughs) so good so good so good so awesome i'm so excited for so good and i'm like like so happy i'm I'm sitting here like dying like i'm just dying right now like Like i am dead dead. i'm just dead i'm dying not like pen almost died but like different (laughs) like almost i hope sorry (laughs) (laughs) only you and i are laughing at this and other people are like in shock they're like hate me right now nobody hates you nobody hates you it's all good ken's here that's right ken is here i'm here everything's good while i was recuperating i think i watched everything that was on netflix oh okay there was like a month where i pretty much i was lucky to to work the remote you know what i'm saying i got into a bunch of shows and i i I actually made a list of like the top five things you should watch on netflix but i'm just going to mention a couple of them have you ever seen the show love nope okay i you, you need to watch it okay it it's it's about a nerdy guy and someone who's an addict and they fall in love and it's just a bizarre weird show it's lasted three seasons check it out i also love that they have dick van dyke the the old dick van dyke show on netflix oh they do yes and while i was sick you know it, it it sucks because i used to like put on old tv shows when i was sick because it made you feel like you know, your mom was in the next room or your grandmother was going to take care of you or something. And now you turn on like TV land and it's a reality show or some crap, you know, instead of Bonanza or some something, it, you don't know what you're going to get. But it was great to, to find the Dick Van Dyke show. And there's some sad news because I really wanted to tell people to check out the show. And it's 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 on Netflix. There's a show called Everything Sucks. Okay. Now, have you seen it? No. Okay, well, it's been canceled. Okay, yeah. I don't watch a lot of series. Um, I watch some, like, but I mostly like dramas. I don't really watch comedies because it's, bo- it's, it's boring to me. Like, right. not, not all of them. Like, I love um, Silicon Valley. Like, I, absol- like I, I laugh hysterically at that show. Mm-hmm. Anything, like, about teen angst or, like, growing up or whatever, like, I just, I don't know. I just don't, I don't get into it. Well, did you like Freaks and Geeks? I liked it. My sister loved it. She watched every single episode. I mean, I liked it. I just, um, I don't love those kind of shows like my so-called life freaks and geek. Like that's just not me. Right. Like I like law and order and like Sopranos and you know, uh, where, where women are running around with a pipe and being trapped in an elevator and crimes and law, yeah. and, law and order SUV, you know, things yeah. like that. Yeah. I like good stories and I like drama and um, I like stuff that's, like, fucked up, you know? So. Right. Well, this show, Everything Sucks, it's, to me, in a lot of ways, the heir to Freaks and Geeks. Because it's it's about a set of geeks and about a set of drama, you know, club kids. And, mm-hmm. and how they're trying to survive high school. Uh-huh. And it deals with a lot of what goes on. And it also reminds me of, you know, how, like, there was the... the the Stranger Things show, it that was like like that focused on kids in the eighties and yeah, and I watched focused, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how Freaks and Geeks and uh, Stranger Things focused on kids from the eighties. This is the nineties, so it's Alanis Morissette and Nirvana and all that stuff. So it's it it takes place during that time.
kidding? The new Star Wars movies are gonna be awesome. They're not new. They're just ruining the originals with digital garb. Whatever. They're gonna be fat with a pH. Oh, gee, thanks for clarifying. I thought you meant fat as an obese. Let's go, gentlemen. We're late. Well, we were waiting for you. You're late. Luke, you do realize that AV Club is the lowliest of electives? It's beneath choir. It's beneath weather club. They should combine choir and weather club. Weather choir. Cloudy with the chunks oh of rain. Guys, we're in high school now. We gotta find our people. I mean, we might as well start with something we actually know, right? That's AV Club. Yeah, yeah. I bet once they see one of our movies, the ladies will come flocking. <laughs> I promise you, there isn't a single female behind those doors. There'd be ladies in weather choir. But it's it's a really well written show, and I didn't realize how well written the first time I watched it through. Like I said, I would watch Netflix constantly, and th the show had its charms. And then I said to my family, "You really need to check this out." And I watched it the second time, and there were things that some genius writing going on. Yeah. That I didn't realize the first time around. Like, they set stuff up. Like, they walk over something that is going to be really important by the fifth episode or the ninth episode. And by seeing it a second time. And the great thing is it's a half an hour dramedy, right? It, yeah. It deals with just everything that, that you went through in high school. It's there. And it's it's relatable to people my age, and I'm an old duffer. Young whippersnappers like you, Courtney. So. Oh yeah, I'm a whippersnapper, all right. <laughs> so, but it really makes me sad that the show has been canceled by Netflix, and you have to wonder what makes it so that they, you know, will keep a show or not. Because it's not like there's a rating system. I guess they have to go by views, right? Or yeah, is it, is it something to do with the social media presence? I don't know, but. Uh, I, I want everyone to check out Everything Sucks. And if you do like this show, go to the Netflix Help Center when you log in on, on your device, be it a computer or whatever. And there's a there's a thing under the Help Center where it says Request a Show. Just go in there and type Everything Sucks too. That way they'll know that we want the season to come back. So if you're into it, hashtag Renew Everything Sucks. Or you suck Netflix, one or the other. But I, I personally want this show to come back. I really enjoyed the cast. So big thumbs up, big big ratings from Ken. Check it out. It's it's not going to change your life, but it's a it's a good show. Cool. You can knock it all out in about two and a half hours too, the entire season, because it's like a half an hour each episode, right? So sounds great. I'll give it a shot. Mm -hmm. And the big news coming up this weekend is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And, of course, our beloved The Cars are getting in there. So Finally! Yeah, that's very exciting. That's going to be awesome. Yep. And Cars fans, there is a book called Let's Go, Benjamin Orr and The Cars, and it's now available for pre-order, and we'll put links in our show notes. Go to roman.com, www.rowman.com. And do a search for Let's Go, Benjamin Orr, and the Cars. And Courtney, I have yeah. some great news for our listeners. What? If you like the Cars and if you like collecting vinyl, guess what? What? The fine folks over at Warner Brothers and Rhino Records are letting mm -hmm. us do a contest. <gasps> you can win the new expanded editions of Shake It Up and Heartbeat City. All you have to do is share this show and tag us in it, okay? You got to make sure you tag us in it and let us know that you're sharing the show. And we will pick from the people who share the show a winner. And you will get some copies of Shake It Up and Heartbeat City, the two-disc expanded vinyl editions, direct from our good friends over at Rhino and Warner Brothers. So that's very cool from our good friend John Hughes over there. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. So let's play something off of Shake It Up. Ready? Okay.
How does it feel to be back for season two of Pop? Well, I'm just glad to be back with you and doing our thing. And I've been talking to you on the phone a lot, but, you know, that's sort of what our podcasts are like. It's us talking about things that we want to talk about. So <laughs> I know there's a lot of times I always go, too bad we weren't recording this. right? <laughs> I know. Well, you're so good about remembering things and writing them down because a lot of the time I talk to you, I'm in my car. But it's good to be back. And, you know, a lot of your listeners don't know that pop did a lot for me last year as something that I really looked forward to doing and and something that brought me a lot of joy and still does. And I'm really glad that we are we are back doing this. Me too. Future episodes coming up. We have some things on the docket. We're looking at an episode about Prince. That'll be very soon. Cutting the cord. Courtney, you're cutting the cord, right? Uh, I cut the cord. I so did. We're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're going to talk about that on a future episode, and we're going to talk about the various things you should check out or things that we've checked out as far as cutting the cord. Bewitched, the classic. I want to do an episode on that. Poop songs. Poop songs. It's, it's a thing. But but we have to be specific. It's a guy named Matt Farley who has these has eighteen over eighteen thousand songs, and he writes the funniest toilet humor songs that I have ever ever heard ever. And I've been in the comedy business for over twenty years, and I've heard a lot of things. And this stuff, I know it's immature. I know I'm too old to be listening to this stuff. Nonsense. And it's and fun. finding it as funny as I do, but it, I cry laughing at this at these songs and he know he knows what a fan i am of his so much that he even wrote a song about me <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote a song about me so that is coming up on a future episode <laughs> of pop he's he's kind of like the weird al of poop songs oh my god he's a g i mean when you poop in your dreams you really poop in your bed it's not just happening in your head come on genius so check out matt farley on spotify or wherever fine music is sold or listened to and we i want to do another episode on the tv show hall of fame part two remember we did that that was that was fun or we that could, was fun we could nominate 10 more tracks into the tv show the pop tv show hall of fame and we also have our game show episode that got put on hold. And I have all these wonderful panel answers from some terrific comedians, including my good friend um, Josh Kagan, who wrote the movie The Duff. He did some, too. And we were going to play match game. Actually, Tim was going to host. And then Marty Ross and Dino Kovas from The New Monkeys, we the, we were going to do record it and play the match game. I think we should still do that. Because I, I still have too. them all. Well, yeah. let's. Let's make it happen, right? Yeah. Or, or to quote Jean-Luc Picard, make it so. So. Make it so. <laughs> We're good. sitting here like doing this. We're going like, to totally sure. be doing this. We're going to yeah. do a game show. It's going to be so winning. It's going to be amazing. You know, I don't know if that imitation really is going to go too far for me, but there's not many Jean-Luc Picard imitators in the world, right? Number one, number one, if you've got number one or number two number two did you go number one or number two today <laughs> there is an audience for it there is yeah. a gigantic audience for that impression and speaking of impressions craig gas and i will be at the, at the kiss expo in indianapolis in may yay so catch courtney on the road and we will see you on the next episode of pop bye and that's our show Pop is an online, nonprofit pop culture audio fanzine made for fans by fans. Any samples of music, TV, or movies heard here remain the property of their owners. Pop, a pop culture podcast, is not affiliated with any products we review or discuss. 
Opinions heard here belong to the people who express them and may not reflect the views of the POP staff. If you like something that you heard, buy it at your local record, video, or bookstores, or wherever POP is found. If you enjoy the show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm your announcer, Christine Wolf, saying whatever you do, make sure it pops. Say goodnight, Dick. Welcome back to Pop. I'm Ken Mills, one of your po- <laughs> Welcome back to Pop. I'm one of your hosts. I did. I, I meant to do it. Hold on. I'm gonna. I got something okay. specific. I want to say. Welcome back to Pop, your pop culture podcast. I'm Ken Mills, one of your hosts here today, and as as always, I'm joined by, or as often, I am joined by Courtney Cronin Dold. Hello. Best of all, we we all. Best of all, we. Little, 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 little. On the commode, doing my uh, thing. I'm on the throne. <laughs> Can you describe yeah. the pipe? Yeah. It, it was just... <laughs>